Inflame your love for God and have a comprehensive understanding of God's Word. Listen to Reverend Kweku Sumpa Osei, resident pastor of the Makanet Church International, North Legon, Agboba Branch, as he brings you the unadulterated and seasoned Word of God. Now, listen to Reverend Kweku Sumpa Osei.
go without this anointing, my brother. You cannot do very much. It is by the anointing. You can build a mega church. You can preach. You can teach. Heal the sick. Oh, I love the anointing. Yeah. Do you know who catches this anointing? It's a son or a daughter or a servant or a follower. Oh, Elisha caught this anointing because he followed Elijah everywhere until the it is. Today, I want to continue what I started last week, but I want us to pray first of all. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I want to thank you for today. Thank you for this beautiful morning. Thank you for the great opportunity that we have once again to bring the word of God and to receive the wisdom, the engrafted wisdom and the engrafted word which is able to save our souls. I pray that you speak to our hearts. May our lives never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen. Last week I began sharing a very important message. And today I want to continue. I'm talking about why your soul is important. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you have your notebooks and your pen, you can write why your soul is important too. Now last week I gave three reasons why your soul was important. The first reason that I gave was that... Your soul is important because it is the part of you that will continue to live on after your body has died. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Your body, your physical flesh is the container mm -hmm. and it's not so important. The second reason that I gave was that you may gain the whole world, but it's not worth it to lose your soul. In other words, when you do a benefit and a cost analysis, why of your soul compared to any other thing in the world is just not worth it. Nothing in this world can compare to your soul. Hallelujah. Also, 
we, 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 we look at the fact that your soul is very important because you can't exchange it for anything. It is priceless. It is absolutely priceless. And um, today, we want to continue. Very, very important. Now, why is your soul so important? Your soul is so important. So important that God has actually appointed shepherds to guide your soul to heaven. This is the role of pastors. A pastor is a guide. A guide from heaven. Yes. A pastor is somebody who is appointed. You see, and that is why pastors are very important people. That's right. Yes. And um, that is one of the reasons why Satan attacks many pastors so much. Especially if you are a lead pastor. A lead pastor is an apostle or somebody who is a founder. And somebody like my father, Bishop Daniel Mills. People who are called to lead, you know, large congregations, people who are called to lead, you know, flocks of people, people like Moses, who are called, Moses was called to go and liberate, he was called by God and sent by God to go and liberate the Israelites from Egypt. These are very important people. So a pastor is a very important person that God himself gives to. Hallelujah. So if you have a pastor in your life, that person is an important person to you. And, and, and it is important for Christians, it is important for us as the children of God to understand that even though pastors may be human beings subject to like passions, I mean, every pastor is a man. He's a man before he's a man of God. It is very important for you to be able to appreciate the fact that this is divinity encapsulated in the flesh. That is why God told Aaron that Moses will be to you in the stead of God. Yes. So when a pastor, when God brings a pastor into your life, that person is a very important person. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15, the Bible says that I will give you pastors after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Now, what are they going to is, is it your physical flesh that is going to be fed with knowledge and understanding? No. It is your soul. Hallelujah. Amen. Your soul is so important. Now, let me explain something to you. Salvation. Alright? When we talk about salvation, salvation is in three levels. The first level of salvation is that you are saved. The second level of salvation is that you are being saved. There is a process of being saved. Then the final level of salvation is that you will be saved. When God eventually comes for his children, when the rapture happens and eventually comes for his children, then that's the final um, lap of salvation. So salvation is in three laps or it's in three levels. The first level is the day you give your life to Christ, you confess Jesus, then you become born again. The second level is the day, it is the second level is, and the second level is perhaps the longest level, that's your period of life whilst you are here on this earth. The period of walking as a, a Christian. And I'll, I'll give you a scripture, James chapter 1 verse 21. Bible says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness 
You see, if you are a child of God, you must lay aside all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. When we talk about superfluity of naughtiness, we are talking about disrespectfulness. Yeah. And receive with meekness or humility the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the word of God, all right, God appoints pastors to preach the word of God, the engrafted word of God, which is able to save your souls. So Sunday after Sunday, the job of a pastor, the job of a shepherd that is appointed by God is to feed your souls. Is to, is, to, is, to, is, to, is to feed you with the engrafted word of God. And every day, as you receive the word of God, your soul is being saved. You see, and that is why we always encourage you. It is so important for you to listen to the Makane, which is a compilation of camp meetings by our prophet, Bishop Daniel Mills. It is so important for you to follow the magazine, which is now on the podcast. It is so important for you to follow our prophet on Facebook. It is so important for you to follow your local pastor, me. Listen to the messages that I preach. Amen. Amen. Because as I preach to you, what is happening is that I am actually helping to save your souls as you receive the word. But it takes humility. Yeah. A lot of people in our church are now so proud that they cannot receive the word of God. Oh. And they actually have the infantry to accuse the men of God. They have the infantry to accuse the shepherds. You have the infantry to accuse the pastors for whatever things. And I think that it's very unfortunate and I think that it's something that is very satanic. Remember that the devil is an accuser of the brethren. You see, and that is why the Bible says that lay aside filthiness. When you do those things, you, you, and you become, you look filthy before God. Lay aside superfluity of naughtiness and, and, and receive with me. Humble yourself. That is how you will be saved. Amen. Your salvation, and that is why I'm saying that your soul is important. That's why God has actually appointed Bible says that no man taketh up this honor. You can't take up the, 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 the to be a man of God, to be a pastor, it takes the call of God. I cannot, I couldn't have somebody appointed me. I couldn't have taken upon myself the honor of being a, 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 a shepherd. I had to be appointed. And I'm saying that that appointment comes from God. And so when, if you have a pastor in your life, it is very, 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 very important for you to appreciate, first of all, appreciate that we have been given to guide your souls. Bible says that the Lord is my shepherd, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leadeth me. So if you are a, 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 if you are a church member, it is very important for you to understand that the pastor that God has given to you has been appointed by God and his, his job is to lead you. His job is to guide your soul. Yes. As uh, an under pastor, I'm like, and I say I'm an under pastor because I, I, I have, I'm also a sheep and I have shepherds and I have a shepherd. You know, in my local church, I have seen two types of sheep. Those who obey and believe with humility follow my leadership. And those who are independent and have their own mind. And those who are meek and humble and, and, and follow my direction. Many of them have done well in life. Even financially, maritally, many of them have settled down nicely. But the proud ones, 
I'm going to some of them are made shipwreck of their Christianity. So I want to, I want to say to you that your, your soul is very important. And that that pastor in your life is not by chance. If you are a member of Agoba local Agoba church, Agoba branch, Makane, know that it is not by chance that God brought me into your life. And, that, and, and it is because your soul is important. And you need to understand and appreciate that fact. It is not by chance that Bishop Daniel Mills is the lead shepherd of our church. Yeah. His voice is important in your life. Yes. If you want to understand that your soul, that you need the voice of your shepherd, nobody will tell you to, to follow the Makane, follow the Poimano. Listen, everything is on the internet. You can get the Makane on the podcast. You can get the the, 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 the magazine, everything is there. Come support. I mean, some years ago, about 20 years ago, it was not easy. But thank God for technology. Today, all these things are available. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Your soul, your refusal, you see, your, 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 your superfluity of naughtiness can cost you your soul. Your lack of humility can cost you your soul, my brother, my sister. Humble yourself, be meek, like the Bible says, and receive. You see, if you are not humble, you cannot receive the word of God. Yes. If you are not humble, as we are preaching, you also have something to say. And everything we do, you have something to say about it. But I want to encourage you, my brother, my sister, let's humble ourselves and let's receive with meekness the engrafted word of God, which is able to save our very souls. Hallelujah. Look at this verse. First Peter chapter 2, verse 25. Bible says, for ye were a sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Without a pastor in your life, you know, I remember many years ago, I spoke to a lady and she said, I don't need a spiritual father. That day, I, in my mind, I put that lady in a particular category of people. And I've watched the person's life, and I'm not surprised the way the person's life is. Because you need a shepherd. You need a spiritual father. Don't sit there in your prayer. You see, it is only a proud person who says, I don't need a spiritual father. Mm. I don't need a shepherd. Great. I don't need anybody. I'm okay. I, can, I don't need to follow anyone of you. It, it's pride. That's what the Bible says. Put aside. Number one, put aside. You see, and most people who behave like that often they live in sin. You are, you are, you are filthy. That's what the Bible says. I'm not the one who said it. If you want to be angry with me, please be angry with God. Yes. Put aside your filthiness and your superfluity. I want to find another version. I have a lot of nice versions on my my, my different versions. James chapter 1, verse 21. Yes. James chapter 1. I'll, 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 I'll be there. <laughs> so I, I wish I wish I could hear you. I would have said, say, Pastor, preach. But I know you are listening. I know you are listening at home. Hallelujah. Now I want I want to I want to open another look at that. I'm looking at the Bible in basic English. It says that for this reason, put away all dirty behavior. Put away all dirty. You see, some of the way uh, some of church members and some sheep can be. It is your behavior is tantamount to dirty behavior. I'm not the one who wrote the Bible. Look at that. I'm looking for another one. Look, look, look at this one. The, Bible, the, 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 the the world English Bible. Therefore, putting away all filthiness. The NET says that so put away all filth and evil excess. 
and humbly welcome the message implanted within you, which is able to save your souls. Hmm. Oh, Jesus. Look at the, the, the Jubilee Bible. It says that, so then, leave all uncleanliness and, rem and remains of malice, malice, and, and, and receive with meekness the word ingested within you, which is able to cause your souls to be saved. Yes. So, brothers and sisters, you, you let's put away, I, I like the BBE. It says that what? Therefore, put it away. Put, it says that what? Therefore, for this reason, put it away all dirty behavior and the overweight of evil. Take into your souls without pride the word which being planted there is able to give you salvation. That's not the word of God for you. Yeah. So humble yourself. That is why God has sent pastors into your life. Yes. At least I can tell you, when I look at my pastor, Bishop Daniel Mills, Bishop Daniel Mills did not need to become a pastor. You see, and that's why I, want, that's why I always tell my church members that analyze one of the, one of the um, um, principles of loyalty is that you must analyze the person that you are dealing with. Yes. Bishop Daniel Mills did not need to become a pastor to get rice to eat. Somebody who is a trained medical doctor, a European by birth, doesn't need all these things. It's because God has called him. So analyze the people. Don't, don't be shallow-minded and don't put away dirty behavior. Don't be proud. It, it is only pride that will prevent you from receiving the engrafted word of God. That's right. The next one. So that's the, 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 the fourth point. Last week I gave you three. So this is point number four. Number five. Your soul is important because your soul can be lost. Your soul can be lost. Matthew chapter 16 verse 26. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Now your soul can be lost. And that is very scary. Your soul can be lost. Your soul can be lost. And when you lose something, you know, it's usually when you lose something, you can't get it back. When you say, oh, I've lost, maybe, I, 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 let's say a woman is pregnant, and say, I've lost my baby. You may fall pregnant again, but that particular baby that you lost, you will never get it back. And so, that word, lose, is a very scary word. I want to show you, it says that to suffer loss, to be cast away, to receive damage. Hmm. Your soul can be damaged. Hmm. That's what that's what the Greek the Greek means. The Greek word for loss is zimio. Zimio. It means it, it, it means to injure. Okay, so your soul can be injured. It means to experience detriment. It means to be cast away, to receive damage, to lose, to suffer loss. And that is why it is important. For you to give attention to your soul because your soul can be lost mm. yeah you see when i talk about your soul i'm talking about that part of you that is your memory your sentiments even your emotions you are a young lady your pastor advises you this restaurant by boy that you are following it will not help you but because of your superfluity of pride and your lack of uniqueness you tell the pastor that don't, don't, don't interfere in my private business. That's right. Leave me alone. Mm. And then you go and follow the Rastafarian. 
Then after he has impregnated you, you go and tell that I missed my period. Then he slaps you and says that, and so what? I, I don't know you. Then suddenly your heart is broken. Your heart is sandriggled. You, your soul is injured. Then you, you now become born one and then you become a bitter widow. So now nobody can even love you again. Your, your, your soul has been injured because you, you, the, 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 the shepherd that God gave to you, you took the shepherd for granted. And so now, so, so when, when the Bible says when the Bible says lose your own soul, it's, it's actually, it's not just that what it actually means that you can actually be injured whilst you are walking around. You know, and when you're so, when you are, one of the things that, look, let me tell you something. One of the things that will take a lot of people to hell hmm, is hurt. Yes, hurt. When you are very hurt, your soul is injured. Recently, I sent a text to a and I said, you, you, are, you, are, you are wounded. I told him, I said, you are wounded so and I pray that God will heal you. Because when you are very hurt, you become, you, 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 it develops into bitterness. Bible says that many people, thereby, I mean, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 2, he said that, lest any root of bitterness spring up in you, thereby defiling your souls. And people, and then you fail of the grace of God. You know, so it is very, very important. That's why, you see, that's why once again, it is important for you to value the shepherds that God has brought into your life. Value them and then watch their souls. Very, so, uh, value the shepherds because they will guide you and prevent you from losing your soul. There are a lot of Christians in the church. They are, they are walking around but they lost their soul. Mercy. Yes. Today God has opened our eyes. So when we say losing your soul, it's not just perishing in hell. But even before you die, you go, you can walk around like you've lost your soul. Why? Because you are so injured. You are so hurt. You are so broken. Because you did not listen to advice. When your pastor told you, don't do this thing. This boy, he is not good for you. Or this decision that you are taking, take your time. Nobody could advise you. Nobody could listen to you. Ladies and gentlemen, your soul is important because your soul can be lost. You see, and once your soul is injured or damaged, it leads to your destruction. That's why, that's why, that's why many people go to hell. Mercy. Unforgiveness. Mm. Hate. Wound. You're wounded. It will take you to hell. I'm preaching those. Yeah. They will take you to hell. You must always have a sweet spirit. Mm. That's why the Bible says, God, your life. You see, and when you have a pastor in your life, whose voice, I thank God for Bishop that you are yours. I've listened to his voice for years. Wow. And there are many times that I can hear his voice reverberating in my ears. So that when I have certain situations, I remember his messages. They play back in my head. Things that he has said to me personally and through the preaching, mainly through the preaching that I've listened to. Because how much time can you spend with your pastor face to face? Anyway, the messages, that is my main way of, and, and it, it's, it saved me. My soul is not wounded. I know, I know I don't have any bitterness against anybody. No, 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 no. Because I have a shepherd. Preach. And through his, his teachings, you know, when he preached the message, the thief of victory. Hey. Yes. The thief of victory. He was talking about how offenses can rob you of your victory. You know, when you soak such messages, it prevents you. No, no, but you, 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 it saves you. It, it, it safeguards your soul. Yeah. Yeah. That's why your soul is important. 
I want to reiterate the fact that it is so important for you to go into the messages. Listen to the messages. It will save your soul. It will bless you in Jesus' name. Let me give you one more point. Then maybe I'll run up for the day. Your soul is important because your soul can be destroyed. Your soul can be destroyed. Look at this scripture. Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. Let's turn our Bibles there. You know, today Christians are used to reject us, so we don't, we don't. Many people don't go to church with Bibles. Open your Bible in your living room. Yes, you are the one I'm talking to. Put, put that phone aside and find a real Bible and open it. Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. It says that, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Destroy. That word destroy. What that it is, is the Greek word apolini. Hey, what does it mean? It means to perish. It means to lose. It means to destroy, to put out of the way entirely. It means to abolish. It means to put an end to. Now, you see, let me explain something to you. Hmm. It is very, you, you listen, listen very carefully. When the Bible says that your soul can be destroyed, that means that you are going to hell. Yes. Means you are going to hell. You are being destroyed. You are being you, you, an end. You have come. Your end has come. That's why you must pay attention to your soul, my brother, my sister. What is the current state of your soul? Is your soul in a proper state? Is it on the way? Is it heaven bound? Or you are you're, 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 you're just living anyhow? No. Be careful. Be very careful. Be very careful. Your soul can be destroyed. Your soul can be destroyed when it, the, the, you, you, are, you are there and you are, you, are, you, are into, you are into serious pornography. You are destroying your soul. You are defiling your soul. You see, what you, 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 you soak in, it goes into your soul eventually. It goes your heart, talking in the word of God, meditating on the word of God, you are now into, since you came home from school, since they sent you home, since they closed your school and told you to come and sit in the house, two weeks lockdown, what have you been ingesting, what have you been watching, what have you been into, remember, you can fool everybody but you cannot fool God, I remember I was um, in somewhere in Asia, I was somewhere in Asia with my pastor, Bishop Daniel Mills, and there was a certain pastor who came around. And the pastor said something very profound when in a meeting. And he said that you can fool, you can deceive the man of God, but you cannot deceive the anointing upon his life. How much more God? You can have a form of godliness. You can deceive everybody around you, but you cannot deceive God. The state of your soul, you may look handsome, you may have your nice hair, you may love your nice face, your nice lips, what have you. But what is the state of the soul inside of you? Is it healthy or it is destroyed? You know, when you smoke a lot, you know, you destroy your lungs. But nobody can see your lungs. You may be very handsome, you may have a nice handsome face, nice flowy hair, you may be beautiful. But you are smoking. And your breast may look intact, your, your chest may look broad, you may look 
all right. But inside, if we are to look inside of your lungs, you know, I remember um, when we were in junior secondary school in those days, our time, it was called GHS, it was GSS in the 90s. I remember we went to the lab and a frog was dissected and they put a cigarette in the mouth of the frog and the lungs of the frog became dark. But the reason why we saw the darkness was because the frog had been opened. When you see somebody who is a chain smoker, you cannot tell that inside of his, his lungs are very different from somebody who doesn't smoke. Or when you see somebody who is a heavy drinker, you see that he, his liver, when, they, when such people die and you take out their liver, I've seen it in some biology textbooks, the, the liver is different. It is, it, is, it, is, it is damaged because of the excessive alcohol intake. Because the liver has to process all the toxins. Ladies and gentlemen, what are you ingesting? What do you soak? You may be destroying your soul. The time has come for you to turn around and start taking in healthy things. When doctors advise us, don't eat junk food, you know, people don't listen. But a lot of people, you know, this, you see, what, this, even the physical, in the physical, what destroys our body is what we take. Like this COVID-19, it is killing people who have underlying health problems, especially people who smoke a lot and have weak lungs. Your lung has been damaged, a lot of the cells have been damaged because of your excessive smoking, or you, you drink a lot, or you have a problem with diabetes, or something that is underlying, it makes it easier for you to be destroyed. Brothers and sisters, what are you soaking spiritually? What is going into your soul? Preach. Your soul can be destroyed. And finally, your soul is important because the soul can die. Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 4. Behold, all souls are mine, says the Lord. As the soul of the Father, so also the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Brothers and sisters, your soul can die. And somebody may ask, how can my soul die? I thought he said the soul will live on forever. Yes, the soul can die. What death is? I'm talking about the second death. And if you will permit me, I'll read from Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. It says, But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and bombmongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. The second death. That's, that's actually the main death. Don't be afraid. That's what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. That fear not them which kill the body. If somebody kills you physically, no, no, that, that person is not, you know, this flesh is just a transient. It's transient. Fear the one who can destroy both your soul and your body. That's why you need to watch your soul. Because the soul that sinned shall die. As you are watching, maybe you are not born again and you want to say, Reverend, I don't want my soul to die. I need Jesus in my life. I want to be born again. Even with all the uncertainty going around, you are not sure what's going to happen to you. You want to say, Reverend, pray for me. I want to be born again. I need Jesus in my life. I want you to repeat after me right now. Say, Dear Jesus, this morning, I come before you. I come before you. Just as I am. Just as I am. I know. Oh, I know. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. 
Forgive me of my dirty behavior. Forgive me of the superfluity of my naughtiness. Forgive me of my pride. Lord, I'm proud. Have mercy on me. Wash me with your precious blood. Write down my name in the book of life. From today, I will follow you. From today, I will serve you. Thank you, Jesus, for the free gift of salvation. Satan, I have nothing to do with you. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Reverend Kweku Sumpa Osei. We believe your life will never be the same again.